All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Brought to you by IIFL Securities, India's leading broking firm. Good morning. This is the All You Need to Know podcast from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 24th of April. I'm going to start with the international markets today. U.S. equities climbed strongly yesterday after several positive earnings surprises. In fact, the S&P 500 and Nasdaq, which outperformed, hit new highs on the back of gains in Twitter, Lockheed Martin and Hasbro. The tech-heavy Nasdaq ended the session higher by 1.3%. Asian markets are a little more cautious this morning. Do have a look at uh, the open in China when you get the chance. But last time I checked... The Nikkei and the Australian benchmark were gaining moderately and the Kospi was flat. India's bond market will be in focus today. The Reserve Bank of India concluded its second long-term forex swap to infuse liquidity into the domestic banking system. In a statement yesterday, it said it purchased $5 billion in foreign exchange for a tenure of three years and infused 34,874 crore. This was already announced. Now, demand was as strong as it had been the last time. Bids worth $18.65 billion were received by the Reserve Bank. Separately, and this could be more significant for bond yields today, the Reserve Bank of India announced two rounds of bond purchases in May to ease persistent tight liquidity conditions. The central bank said it would infuse 25,000 crore rupees in May via two auctions under its open market operation program. The first auction will be conducted on the 2nd of May. Speaking about the central bank, the Indian Banks Association has written to the RBI seeking relief from some provisions included in the Feb 12, 2018 circular, which was scrapped after an order from the Supreme Court. The Reserve Bank of India is working on a revised circular to help guide banks through the process of stressed asset resolution. According to two senior bankers who asked to remain unnamed, banks have requested that the process of resolution begin 30 days after a default. In news on the Supreme Court, Justice S.A. Bobde, the senior-most judge of the Supreme Court, was on Tuesday appointed to conduct an in-house inquiry into the allegations of sexual harassment levelled against Chief Justice of India, Ranjan Gogoi. In earnings, two major names to watch out for. Sterlite Technologies has once again lowered its operating margin guidance on account of a change in its revenue mix. The guidance now stands at 18-20%, to 20%, down from 22-23% to 23% after the third quarter. Meanwhile, ACC's quarterly profit rose in line with estimates aided by a threefold jump in other income. Net profit rose over 38% on a year-on-year basis to just under 340 crore rupees. Moving to international news now, Islamic State has claimed responsibility for the deadly terrorist blasts in Sri Lanka as investigations intensified into Sunday's coordinated attacks that killed 321 people in churches and high-end hotels. I'm going to round this off by telling you about crude. Brent crude climbed further yesterday but then gave up some ground. It was at $74.15 to a barrel last I checked. The latest update here is that after the US pledged to bring Iranian oil exports to zero, Saudi Arabia has indicated that it will step in to bolster production, 
but the Saudis are holding off on any significant supply shifts until they see actual declines in Iranian output, and that's according to two people familiar with the policy deliberations in Riyadh. With that, it's over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Darshan. How are we looking today? Hi, Alex. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Uh, global markets are muted at this point of time, and the SCX Nifty is also indicating a muted outlook. But we have uh, three Nifty companies that will report numbers today. Bharti, Infratel, India Bulls Housing Finance, and Ultratech Cement. In terms of other numbers, Hexaware, ICICI Prudential Life Insurance, M&M Financial, Muthut Capital Services, Shriram City Union Finance, Tata Alexi, and Sinjin will report numbers. In terms of numbers that were reported after market hours, weak set of numbers from ACC. Revenues were up 8%. Profit up 38%. EBITDA was up 8%, which means an EBITDA margin of 13.5% versus 13.8%. Now, what impacted the EBITDA was a higher than expected power, fuel, and freight cost. Realization per ton was up 2.5%, but still comes in below estimates. The realization mix miss was on account of uh, the mix uh, deterioration, and the EBITDA per ton at 708 rupees is much lower than the estimate of 787. ICICI Securities revenues down 20%, profit down 20%, weak capital markets, tight regulation and slowing growth in its active clients impacted the revenues. The interest on tax refund and lower expenses aided the profit. Uh, CLSA is saying that the revenue sharing with ICICI Bank can lift growth. Uh, brokerages have indicated that uh, the number is in line with what they had anticipated. Sterlite Tech, while revenues doubled, profit was up almost 47% and EBITDA was up 43%. The margins came in at 17.6% versus 26%. They have lowered the operating guidance. Again, they've done it a couple of times in the last few quarters and now it stands at 18 to 20%. Tata Global mixed set of earnings. Growth was affected by a one-off loss from the associates. Revenues were up 4%. Profit was down 61%. Higher tax expenses and exceptional loss dented the profit. EBITDA was up 6%, but the volume growth of 12% was the highest in five years. So mixed set of numbers. Coromandel International revenues up 10%, profit up 23%, EBITDA up 40%. Strong set of numbers. The weak set of numbers from some of the other companies include a nuclear software, Sorrel Infra Resources, India Bulls Integrated, and even India Bulls Real Estate came out with a weak set of numbers. Watch out for Lupin in trade today. The US FDA has classified the inspection of the company's indoor unit 2 facility as official action initiated, which means the products, probably the new approvals won't come in. Financially, there will not be an impact because the plant is already under a warning letter. So sentimentally, yes, it's a negative, which gives an indication that, you know, the plant remediation may still take some time. Dunseri Tea, Tata Global Beverages to buy the branded tea business of the company for 101 crores. Saskin Tech Board approves the buyback of 20 lakh shares at 850 per share, which is at a 20% premium and in terms of brokerages bank of america merrill lynch has come out with an initiating note on cg consumer with a 13 percent upside and a target price of 267 they're saying that they are leading player favorably placed to gain market share they see potential scale up in new segments such as water heaters and coolers but there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts for that log on to our website bloombuckquin.com and click on the all you need to know tab and you will be prepared for morning trade Thanks, Darshan. And thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a lovely day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IBM Podcast app? On the IBM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma. Or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IBM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.